Something inside so strong I know that we can make it Even though you do me wrong so wrong They thought that our pride had gone Oh no Something inside so strong Oh Something inside so strong That's my message you see, I wouldn't have gone for that one. What would you have gone for? I'd have gone for one that we all know. As, such as? Are you sure you want to hear this? Well, tell me the words. You can say the words and then I'll sing it. Well, it's a one for the money, two for the show, three to get ready. Now go, cat, go, and don't you step on my blue suede shoes. Because the Prime Minister's told me you have to keep at least six feet away. <laughs> That's your version. Six feet is difficult, Don. I'm going to miss you. I'm not going six feet under. <laughs> I mean, six feet away. I'm going to miss you. <laughs> well, don't worry. Somehow I'll survive. <laughs> Every day the girl I dress up in them trousers. So what's happened to them skirts and them blouses? Why can't I man see you in your skirtses? Cause he sings on to judge I know pleases. Do you remember that song I by do. Michigan and Smiley? Diseases. Michigan and Smiley, yeah. It was yeah. a sexist song. Mm. Sexist song. And right. on reflection, it was a sexist song. Yeah. Mm. Um, it was a huge hit mm. in Jamaica, mm. going back mm. to 1980 now. Mm. Massive, yeah. massive, yeah. massive yeah. hit in Jamaica, yeah. <laughs> I remember, yeah. Massive, yeah. massive, it's massive. Very popular. Yeah, well, yeah. in Jamaica, all the little kids were singing Everybody it. Everybody was singing it. And this is the... This is the impact of music on culture and history, I suppose, that if you can get little kids singing it without really realising what, what they're, they're singing, yeah. And without going into the depths of relationships between men and women in society. Right. Um, then you can, you can almost poison the minds of people with music. You know? Yeah, music is powerful. Yeah, you know, yeah. the lyrics in music are powerful. Music can rally and, and, and create hysteria. It's, music has the ability to do many things, inform mm. in many ways. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, this is the Once Upon a Time When We Were Coloured podcast mm. Mm. with me, Dotton, Adebayo, and the Queen of Lovers Rock. Carol Thompson. Um, <laughs> on behalf of The Voice newspaper. And yeah. the importance of this podcast is that we try and reflect um, the oral histories that might go by the wayside mm. if yep. people don't Thanks. recall them yeah. and discuss uh, them. Chart yeah. them yeah. and curate them as well. Yeah. So yeah. now we are in rather you know unusual circumstances to say the times. Yes. well this is what they say yes. uh, coronavirus um would you mind just backing off a little bit and give me my personal space now <laughs> well if you if you so please well yeah just back off a little bit i need yeah. six feet distance between me and you it's a lot isn't it yeah it's a, especially when your bed is only four foot six wide <laughs> It's a difficult one, Dotton, that one, isn't it? The yeah. six foot thing. Yeah. yeah. No, I'm um, six foot the length of the bed's okay, it's the width I'm it's worried about. It's the width, about. you know. Yeah. Yeah, I think you you're you're actually invading my personal space. Never mind the quality, feel the width. <laughs> so they say. Apparently so. <laughs> um 
But one of us will have to sleep on the floor. I wonder who that person will be. Well, it's not going to be me. Me neither. Maybe separate rooms for a while, Don. What do you reckon? It's difficult to <laughs> live in separate rooms in this one-room shack. <laughs> we talk so, about when when I first interviewed Barrington Levy in the ghettos of Jamaica again in 1980. He was living in a one-room shack with yeah, his whole family. With, with, no, with his girlfriend, yeah. just him. In, oh, I think right. it was in Trenchtown. I can't remember exactly where it was, but literally in a one-room. Shack. It wasn't a shack. It was like a solid building, but it was one room, mm-hmm. essentially, with his girlfriend. And by then, he'd had hits over here in Britain. His albums, Englishman and Bounty Hunter, had you know uh, sold quite a lot, right. actually. But it just goes to show, in translation, the currency devaluation when you try and take the money across the Atlantic, particularly to the Caribbean, it somehow devalues. Right. Um, for whatever reasons, right. for whatever reasons, mm-hmm. um, don't be dragged up in court for saying something untoward that I don't know anything Absolutely. about. But nevertheless, <laughs> nevertheless, nevertheless, um, I was trying to explain. Look, we're in exceptional circumstances with the coronavirus, and you know, there's a thing about the black community is that we turn to look at scriptures at times of hardships. You know, mm, that's true. We do. Yeah, why is that? I think we just we gain, get great strength from it, from the Bible. You know, it's it's part of our uh, growing growing up. We we you know I think these things we try and draw strength from these philosophies and these scriptures. And um, our parents did that. Our grandparents did that. So I think it's a traditional um, way of of finding a philosophical way of getting through hard times. But what have scriptures ever done for us? What have scriptures ever done for us? You, gives you great joy. There, there are many joyous scriptures. You know, it's not just about. It's about the feeling. You know how it makes you feel, Dotton. You know. You know. Sometimes you need. Some. Some. Sometimes somebody can just say a word to you, and and it brightens your day. Like so, what? Like what? Know. Give me something from scriptures that might brighten my day because I need cheering up now. Middle of the coronavirus. London is on lockdown. The United Kingdom is struggling. Europe is struggling. Mm. Be across of great the world. courage. Is that from scripture? Yes. Be of, I could have said that. Well, that's what I'm saying because you, you don't do. need to turn to scripture. To, but some people to, don't know that it's there. Be of what, great yeah, courage. Yeah, but people say, you know, pick yourself up, be strong, man. Yeah, we have to. You know. Yeah, you have to find different lift ways. Lift up your foot. <laughs> you have to find ways of raising your spirit and and um, staying calm um, in this sort of stormy. T- period of time that we're going through and and just sort of finding that 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 peace within yourself to know that okay a lot of things are going on externally but you're going to have to find that peace within um so that there isn't the same inner inner turmoil that's going on on the outside so internally we have to sort of strengthen ourselves and stay calm yeah but what happens when people start taking scriptures literally you know because well, you can't really account for what people do with the scriptures. People take the scriptures and create wars, you know. So it's each man to themselves. You have to take the scripture and and make it work for you. You can't be thinking about the next person. Of course, you can because you. What? They're, how they're going to take the scripture? I well, can't. I can't guarantee that what I read and interpret will be the same as what somebody else reads. But we give a value to the scriptures. We give a value that I wonder whether in times of hardship, when Mm. people 
are scrabbling around trying to make sense out of nonsense, if you like, yeah, yeah. in the coronavirus yeah. world yeah, that we true. live in. Um, when people are scrabbling around and you know that we are dependent upon each other, interdependent upon each other to survive, yeah. I think coronavirus is the great leveller, whether you're Her Majesty the Queen or you're the sufferer down in the ghettos of Brixton, if there are still any ghettos there, because <laughs> last so I looked... It was the, quite gentrified, wasn't well, it? Well, yeah, yeah, I can't afford yeah. to live there myself, no. which means I'm I'm lower than the sufferer who lives in Brixton, if you see what I mean. <laughs> anyway, but the, the, the point I mean is that it's okay for me to have gone to university and become an educated man and can take the scriptures for what they are, um, essentially a work of fiction, would you not say? A work of fiction, essentially? Well, I think Fact just, or fiction? They're, they're, they're philosophies, I'd like Yeah, they're them, philosophies, yeah. right. So in other words, a word, work of fiction? Mm, well, yeah, I've never thought of putting it that way. Oh, you never thought of that? No, no. <laughs> no, I'm not saying that they don't have value. I'm not saying yeah, the words yeah. don't have value. No, no, I've never actually thought of it as fiction. But, but, fact. I, but yes, it's, a, it's, it's, it's um, human philosophies and you know and history as well is in the bible and i don't mean to be disrespectful to the man and woman in the ghetto the sufferer star but when uh scripture is presented to them Mm. as reality right and then they start singing every daddy girl i dress up in them trousers so what's happened to them skirts and them blouses why can't i man see you in your skirtses cause these things unto judge and no pleases ja will lick you with diseases the most dangerous diseases like the elephantitis the other one is the poliomyelitis arthritis and the one diabetes you know that something's gone all right after all whoever caught elephantitis from anything let alone from wearing trousers instead of skirts and dresses Do do you know what i mean when the scripture is talking about vanities all his vanities and all his vanities and the scriptures was essentially they were written by men, weren't they? These scriptures, yeah, essentially, yeah, yeah, essentially, a male perspective yeah. on how women should address themselves yeah, and yeah, it was, it was present themselves yeah. and all this Absolutely. sort of stuff. Yeah. Well, in, in that atmosphere, Carol, you know, can, can you can you trust the the sufferer without the education and wisdom to interpret? the scriptures and are you happy for them because you can't control how they interpret the scriptures yeah i can't can't. go on believing that women should dress up in dresses otherwise they'll get licked well it's it's education lack of it it's education it's knowledge without guidance and all of those things you know you have to hope that each person will evolve um in their own time you know you can't you can't dictate you know unfortunately there are groups in, in society that have a particular view and it may not be educated an educated view or a knowledgeable view and then you know in time they will grow out of that view when they when they read a little bit more live a little bit more life and realize well that view was not the right view and also Don, sometimes they never change that view sometimes they live and die with that those views so you know i think as humans all we can do and as people is we try and gravitate towards people who are like-minded 
you know, and then also try and and give people another perspective if they're willing to listen and they're willing to kind of explore another point of view. But that is the the beauty and travesty of life. Yeah, the 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 reason why it's, it's so uh, of importance nowadays is because we see the same kind of misunderstanding of scriptures. Because in these coronavirus days, people have turned to scriptures, especially black folk. Because sometimes it feels like we're the only ones left on the planet who praise God. I know it's not quite like that, no, but it true. seems. No, I know. Of course, yeah. it's not true. All yeah. these Catholics are mm. around. Mm. You know, there are black mm. ca- Catholics as well, but in the main, Catholics tend to be, you know, not. Well, I wouldn't say not black, but you know, of all nations, let's yeah. put it that all way, nations. or whatever, and particularly European nations, because the Vatican is in Rome, you right. know, it's a right. denomination from yeah. there, anyway. Um, and in South America as well, of course, yeah, in South it's, America, it's, it's but yeah. uh, th- th- that was partly because you know, a lot of South Americans are the conquistadors of Europe who went to invade South America Absolutely. but also then the missionaries came came with to, that with, with, to, with um, the Catholicism to, yeah. to try and uh, um, sometimes confuse the minds of the indigenous people to yeah, say they, they came you know, with a mission as missionaries yeah, <laughs> yeah. and their mission was to was to change their views on religion and and who they worship and how they worship but but in, today you heard just the other day Idris Elba having to after tweeting that he had contracted the coronavirus having to retweet afterwards because all of these kind of um this misunderstanding sometimes from scripture or otherwise goes about and conspiracy theories and you know, he came across one that said black people don't get coronavirus, and right. he had to respond to that. Right, this right. is a misunderstanding of yeah. you know, for, for for some reason people think that if you're righteous, if you're righteous, yeah, yeah, you know, you, and by righteous they mean follow the Bible to, to the, the law, tea, yeah. whether it you know you interpret it as mm. every day the girl to dress up in mm. them trousers. We're not immune. So what, We're not immune. Right. Okay. We're not immune to or, one more yeah, opportunity to, to, do to the sing it. And I thought, let me just jump in before okay, um, you start okay, singing it again. Okay. So, no, we're not immune to any disease, you know. So ev- anything that um, attacks the, the the immune system, we are human too, you know. So we, we are vulnerable to many things. Some things we don't get um, just because of our makeup or the way we live our lives. And some things we do get. We are... We are um, vulnerable to those things and the infiltration of viruses and other diseases yeah it's so true who who can we blame the misunderstanding on then is it our parents or our parents parents who said to us read the scriptures read the scriptures read the scriptures right it, in those scriptures there will be some kind of solution or answer to the problems because here i'm saying yeah. that you know this kind of conspiracy theory the black people you know where where you know what is it the Ras Michael and the Sons of Negus sings? None of Jaja's children no, no cry. cry. Uh-huh. None of Jaja's children no cry. Right. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like, well, actually, some of Jaja's children will, will cry, cry. Yeah. and will get coronavirus. Yeah, I think I think it's about more. Some may I even think die. I think I think I don't think it's so literal. I think it's more about raising the spirit. 
yeah, you know, yeah, raising yeah. the spirit through the, the, the adversity, through the illness or through the anxiety, through all of these messages that are coming back at us, you know, through various social media platforms and all different theories and conspiracy theories. And there's a lot of information, Dotton. Do you know what I mean? There's so much information that sometimes... Yes, it's, it's it's overwhelming and confusing, and you know, as you, as you know, some people if they decide that that particular theory rings a bell in their head, then they just go down that that's their trajectory, and they're not looking at anything else, and they totally believe this, and then they it's like going down a bit like a rabbit hole really because they just once they get in there it's like that they get that bit of information, more information, more information, all on the same thread. You know, which is the danger sometimes so that you don't kind of get that whole picture. You, you, you know, if you decide that this is what you think it is, then all of the things that you look at are, are geared to that thought process. So, yeah, I think it's important that, you know, you, you have a lot of information, but sometimes it can be overwhelming. Surely the, the real danger is not the plethora of information. The real danger is the simplification of information, which is the prerogative of the mm. industry that you're in the music mm. business when you write a song you try to um you know just make some complex situation like mm. you know my heart is broken and you right. try and simplify it yeah we know that a broken heart is a complex thing so the mental anguish that you go through let alone the yeah you know the social anguish and yeah, many everything levels else to it. Yeah. but you try and simplify it you know in mm. in a in a, in a love song you try and simplify it into three verses and and the same thing and this is where the danger of the musical genre that you are part of mm. albeit in a slightly different um periphery to right. let's say roots reggae but w when it comes to roots reggae and mm. for 20 years or 30 years maybe from about 1975 certainly to about you know 1990 when the dance hall thing started mashing up mm. everybody and people forgot the roots and culture yeah, but okay. for a long time yeah, yeah. a lot of us learned our biblical prophecy through, from through reggae music, music yeah, that's from true. reggae music it's true, it's true. yeah but is that not i mean would you entrust your spiritual education to reggae music not my total spiritual education. No, never. You can't do that. You can't say that that'd be my my total diet of spiritual education. But it is it is um, a component of my education. But it's the most potent component. No, yeah. I wouldn't. I would say it's the most potent. Oh, I'd say that it was the I most. Would. Well, I mean, potent in what way? Well, because you go to church once yeah. a week, and mm. the preacher says, you know, the Lord said this and that. Yeah. You listen to a reggae song a hundred times and it sweets you so much you listen to it a thousand times. Right. And it says, Ja will never give the power to a bald head. Right, okay. Run, come, crucify. <laughs> Do you want to sing it then? You sing no, it. No, no. Go on, you're laughing I, at me. I have to laugh it. because you, know, I'm, I'm you can say the words. I'm just trying to explain something. Yeah. I'm trying to, I can't say the words it because really they're, no, of course, it, they lose their potency. The idea of this conversation is about the potency of music has music right. and lyrics are part of the music but the music you can't take away the harmony I, I, it wouldn't be potent if I just said Ja would never give the power to, to a bald head 
Come, run, come, crucify the dread. I wouldn't yeah. listen to that a thousand times. But when Bob Marley sings it, it's a tune I love as well. Yeah, because music it. hits you on many levels, yeah, doesn't it? And, right? so and you feel no pain, apparently. <laughs> That's right. But it sometimes <laughs> confuses you, though. When we're looking, when we've already accepted that reggae music, the roots music, roots and culture, yeah. is the uh, lyrical trajectory of a spiritual connection. Yeah. And then we're in a corona crisis and we think, ah, boy, my head lick off. Mm. Mm. Am I allowed to mm. do it in the Jamaicanese or do I have to do it in the formal <laughs> Etonian English? Whatever makes you feel best. Okay. However you feel but, best to express but, what it is you're trying to say. You're the one with the Jamaican roots and I don't yeah. want you to feel offended. Right. You yeah. don't feel offended? Not by offended. By me saying, me head lick off? Lick off. You're not, you don't feel offended by I'm that. I'm not offended, Dot. No, how can I be offended? No, you can it's be offended. Not offended. It's, it sounds funny because the accent isn't brilliant. Okay. But it's not offensive. Okay, you say it? How would you say then if my accent isn't brilliant? What? Me head lick off. Lick off it, Ed. <laughs> okay. All right, so that's what you'd say. <laughs> Slightly different. <laughs> that was funny, actually. I didn't realise you could do it, but now I know. Now I know. I'll be... I'll be <laughs> Yeah, so, so yeah, well, it just goes to show that, um, yeah, I didn't have that quite the background. But nevertheless, um, the message is the same. Yeah. And as we're, and as our head lick off with this <laughs> coronavirus thing, and we're sometimes, you know, I, I am not turning to... The Bible. No, I was going to say to smoking a spliff. I'm not oh, going to okay. go and see the gunja man right. and smoke my head into a Oblivion. haze right. yeah. uh, because of coronavirus. No, no. However, you know, you know, I know one there's or a lot two, of, but there's a lot of pressure. I know, no, I know what you're saying, Don. There's a lot will. of there's a lot of anxiety. Yeah, it's a lot. There's of a lot of so high. The bottle. You yeah, can let your head a lot of people are feeling. Some people, it's like a low level yeah. anxiety that's mm. continuously mm. there, like a little toothache. And some people are just panicked. Yeah. You know, they just totally consume every little piece of information that's coming out from the TV, the news, on the media, any other social medias, and they're just consumed by it, listening to it all the time. I purposely turn it off, as you know. I turn it turn it off. I turn that oh, noise off. Oh, so you up. miss out the advice from the government? No, no, I, I find out, I serious? find out, no, I take out, I listen to what what's, on a daily, I listen daily, yeah. and then I hear what it's has. It's an ongoing it. story. It's it is like ongoing, a, but I don't listen to it all. I'm not listening to it all day. I refuse. You're not listening to it, to it all day. No. So when the when the prime minister says you must not leave your house even to go shopping and to join the queue of a hundred thousand people it will come up on my newsfeed. No, it will come up on my newsfeed on my phone. I don't oh, have to oh. sit in front of a so screen. So you do then. So, it comes up. Uh, just because you turn off the telly doesn't mean you turn off the news. No, but what I'm saying, Doctor. Yeah. There's a difference. There's a difference between being totally absorbed by it yeah. and ever so often finding out, well, this is a, a new legislation might have gone through via the government. That's being um, absorbed by it. Yeah, you can't, no, no, you no, can't even no. leave your phone for a minute, which is the right thing. Because this is a new story. Uh, I know that it's evolving. Never, it's, it's, it's evolving. So you don't switch off then. Yeah, you, you've I answered my point. No, you're, but you're I not do. switching off. Yeah, you don't. You try to switch off. Okay, okay, maybe I should put this way. You do try to switch off, but it's not possible to totally switch off. But when I can switch off, 
I do. I'll find something different to do. I'll find something creative to do. I'll write a song, like I wrote a song today. You wrote a song um, today? Yeah, I wrote a song How's today. How's it go? It's called Meet Me at the Waterfall. Oh, right, okay. All right. And it's a song is, that is I that wrote. Is that a song for me? It's a song for me, you and I, that okay. I would love you and I to just Jump sing on together. a jump on a plane. Sing together. A go duet. and sit at a waterfall. And sing a duet. Sing a duet if you like. But what I'd like is to just you don't my, like my dream. me to sing it. Do no, you? no, don't sing. I'll sing. You listen. I'll serenade you. Right. Okay. Go. This song is about going to the waterfall okay. and listening to the cool breeze. Okay. And soothing your soul. And are we under the waterfall? We're sitting at the side and we're at watching the watching is the it waterfall. Duns River. I don't know. It's just a generic one, but I, I've got a few I, a few ideas of the wish I'd love to go to. But it, remember that waterfall we went yeah, to. Not, in, Duns in, River is a little bit too commercialised, and, and also but the they've got a nice little Cane River. Cane yeah, River. They've the got one. some nice one over near Portland that side. They've got some Cane nice Cane River is the one that Bob Marley used to go yeah, to. Yeah, and in Jamaica do have a few little waterfalls yeah, that do, are not commercialised. That, yeah. that one that we went to in Morocco was nothing. No, no, that was. I wasn't thinking. I was thinking Jamaica definitely. Yeah. That's what I'm saying to you. It's like. I, I I kind of step back yeah, from the corona yeah. okay, and I step back. back and I think I find a nice space. You found it? You and found I found it. a space to and create... And it's in a waterfall And I thought, yeah, I'm going to write a song when about... When will we get the, there? Sorry, I'm not sure. us about the song. I'm so not sure when we get there. Okay. But spiritually we're there, right? Mm. Through the song we can reach there spiritually. So you thought you are going to find a nice space. Yeah. Yeah. And, and we can sit at the waterfall and, and we can sit and talk yeah. and we can talk about our dreams and our aspirations and okay. we can sit and relax and just be in a completely different space. Okay. And I, and I really enjoyed writing that song today. Sure you did. Yeah. The smile on your face yeah. says that. Just for my benefit, I've got to know, am I a hero or a villain in this song? You're always my hero. Yeah, because sometimes <laughs> in these love songs, the hero turns into a villain. Well, this particular song, you, you remain a hero till the end of the song. Right, okay. So you're a hero for three and a half okay. minutes. How's that? And is there a Jolene in this song? <laughs> no Jolene. There's no Jolene no, in it. No. Okay. <laughs> That's a relief. Um, look, the main thing I need to know is, do we have enough toilet paper? Oh, that's a good question, Don. It is not a bad I'm question, I'm telling you, I, at the moment... I'm hoping that if we can have a little ration thing going in the yeah, house, yeah. like one paper per, yeah. per sitting. One paper per sitting, okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah. And that way we can my maybe preserve last, it. Yeah, we know it can last. Well, my African forefathers who <laughs> teach me the right way for Africa, and I can do this accent, so don't you dare come <laughs> in with your Caribbean stuff about I don't know how to do so my African forefathers teach me the right way for Africa. You see, every time I they use toilet paper, my nyash still they smell. So I they use water to clean it every morning. <laughs> well done. I'm sure, you know, if I, I won't say a word. I'm, I'm sure every Nigerian that hears that will have something to say about it. Yeah. About the accent. Wash your batty. <laughs> Wash your batty. <laughs> I don't know if you've got a song that... Um, the call about Wash Your Batty, if afraid not. That fits into the conversation <laughs> that we've had about the way that either scriptures used to influence the way we live and maybe still does, for better or worse, or the situation we're in with the... 
crisis as we are, we could do with some positive song, couldn't we? We could do something really positive to lift up the spirits uh, here in London, in the UK, across the world as well. You know, my my cousin who's a pastor, Pastor Gandhi, people um, in the church know him, Pastor Gandhi. And the reason why he's called Pastor Gandhi is because when he was a young man, he looked just like Mahatma Gandhi, believe oh, okay. it or not. Oh. Tall, skinny, you know, African boy, obviously, mm, but mm. he just looked like his ears stuck out like Mahatma Gandhi. <laughs> anyway, he sent me a, a WhatsApp and he hardly ever mm. tweets or messages mm, or mm. gets onto social media. So I thought, oh, I better look at this one. And he said, well, um, a woman came up to her husband and she wanted to know what the argument was in this time of crisis for a woman to cook for her husband. Right. Yeah. And uh, the husband, you know, she, she wanted the legal advice on right. you know where this comes from, you know, whether it was from scriptures or elsewhere. She wanted the legal advice as to why it was, you know, why a woman must cook for her husband. Are you listening to this? I can't help. I'm, I'm all ears. Yeah, are you listening to this? I'm, I'm bated breath. Yeah, are you listening to this? Yeah? Come on, come on, okay. tell me. Punchline. Right. Do you know, no, that's the punchline is you, a woman's got to cook for her husband. What are you talking about, punchline? <laughs> I was waiting for something. You, you mean said, that's it? You said you're going to miss me six feet away. What am I supposed to eat? What am I meant to eat? Who's going to cook for me? But you're such a good cook at times like this in crisis. Come yeah. on, everybody needs to up their game. What, you expect me to cook for you? Are you sure about that, Carol? Yeah, I would love to you'd see rather, it. You'd rather, I know, I know you'd love to see it, but would you eat it? Yeah, I, I, I'd supervise. I'd love to see you fix all the DIY stuff in the house that needs doing. Sure I'd love that? to see that. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? So each one, each one does what Actually, they're best Actually, some women at. are very good at DIY. But DIY. not the woman that's and going to be six feet away from me. some men are very good yeah, at cooking. apparently so. My I've seen all those chefs on the TV. My was a wonderful cook. Yeah, good, Also, good. my father was a fantastic cook. Yeah, okay. Don't put pressure on me now at a time <laughs> like this. So what, anyway, this thing. So a woman goes up to her husband and she wants to know what the legal advice is on this, why a woman should always cook for her husband, mm -hmm. especially in a crisis situation like this. Right. And you know what the the answer was the from answer? the husband? What? Well, look, darling, when even... Even well, no. Listen, listen. listen. <laughs> I love you know, already. Well, I know it's a good. It's a good answer. You'll okay. enjoy this. Oh, it's a good I answer. So. It's a good answer. All right. It says, "Look, when even captives need to be fed." <laughs> boom, boom. Oh gosh. You're not a great joke teller, you know that. I'm a brilliant joke teller. That, that, I just told you a brilliant joke. That, that it's not even a joke. The time wasn't brilliant. It's not even a joke. Spoot it, man. Okay, so what are you going to leave us with a tune? Do you have a tune to leave us with then? Memories Light the corners of my mind Misty watered coloured Memories Of the way we were Scattered pictures of the smiles we left behind. Smiles we gave to one another for the way we were. Can it be that we were all so simple then? Or has time rewritten every line? And if we had the chance 
to do it all again. Tell me, would we, could we, memories may be beautiful and yet what's too painful to remember? We simply choose to forget. So if it's the laughter, we will remember when 